0: Welcome to the Blooming League of Original podcast.
1: Welcome to the ninth episode of Anne the Egot Goes to a breakdown and predictions podcast for the major US based award shows. Today we are finishing our first season where we're discussing the 2023 Tony Awards. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me is our panel.
2: Hello, I'm Kate Ranking. I am a theater is life on TikTok and YouTube, and I love
3: seeing theater. Hi, I'm Ashley Hufford. I'm Ashley Hufford on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, and I also love seeing theater.
0: Hi, I am JT Tranberg, and I also love seeing theater. Uh, I am JT Does NYC on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, all the
1: socials. So the Tony Awards were this Sunday, and we were all together, all four of us, we were at Glasshouse. Um, It was a ton of fun. Uh, I think we all agreed and were very happy about a lot of things, and there were also some things that we were not happy with. But let's start by talking about the awards ceremony itself before we talk about the winners. What did we think of the unscriptedness of it all?
3: This is probably my favorite Tonys in years, like actual years. Like I don't need bits, like just give me awards, give me longer speeches, give me like it was perfect. I really loved it. I really loved it. I have very few notes when it comes to the actual Tonys. Like I don't, for all the award shows that they always try to do bits and I'm like, I don't need it.
2: Yeah. I loved, I loved the Tonys. I did not miss
3: the writers at all, but pay the writers, pay, pay the writers, maybe get some, I mean, I don't mind doing writers, doing some like intros, outros, you know, clean up some of that stuff. The one
1: thing that I think I missed was the, this is their second nomination. Them. but you can yeah. google that like it's not no but like, i agree like that is the kind of stuff
3: you but we can have writers come and do that and just like you yeah. don't need like funny jokes like i don't need an opening monologue where they like m- make fun of whatever and then lynn raps like i don't need it
0: yeah yeah um no. i i definitely enjoyed um this format um the one thing that i missed was like i always as a kid would remember uh, i'd like try to memorize um the presenters like opening speeches and they're like and this year's uh, leading actress nominees in a play include a housewife, a fireman's daughter, a woman on the brink of insanity. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they list all of the um, uh, the characters. Um, that was like one of my favorite things. Um, so I did miss that a tad bit, but that's it.
1: My favorite part of the night is Ariana DeBose introducing the presenters and being like, and now, Whoever comes out is who's next. Yeah, that
3: was great. That was amazing.
1: And like, you could tell that that was a genuine, like, I don't know who's coming out She had written notes on
3: her arm and it was like, whatever.
1: Um, But yeah, and the United Palace is a beautiful theater and worked perfectly. Normally Radio City kind of looks empty um, and the United Palace is better. Also the stage size, I felt a lot better about Radio City, if you do not know, has a very large stage, um, whereas the United Palace has a much more Broadway-sized stage. So when they do the performances, it didn't look like awkward.
2: Yeah, it definitely didn't me, swallow up some of the performances, which was nice.
1: I loved the little uh, packages that we had about all the shows, of the pre-recorded interviews, of the all that. I loved those. Um, I was very perplexed by the Phantom thing until we got to there but when they were like, when they had the Phantom package, I was very confused about that. Um, I think we all were.
2: I, uh, I was cracking up because I joked about them uh, including Phantom in the In Memoriam and then they did. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I, what did we think of the performances? So we had um we had all the revivals so we had camelot what did we think of camelot
3: we got two camelot did a medley which i appreciated camelot's just it's a hard show because it's a the, the songs aren't like big and splashy and fun that being said i'm glad they did lusty month of may because philip looks in, looked incredible looked so good yeah
1: and then we got uh, but Grey. i will tell you
3: this is a, a testament to the lack of camelot set is i legitimately could not tell if they were filming it at the palace or if it was pre-recorded <laughs> Because I was it like, looked, it looked exactly like the Beaumont. That's what I'm saying. Like I was like, I was like, which again is not a, This is me complaining about again about the set of for Camelot being too small. But like, I could not tell if it was the set or if they were pre taping or not. Um, to
1: to quote my dad, his favorite thing was Beowulf bore it during his Tony Wynn speech, being like, "The best part is we have no digital screens. It's all painted backdrops." And then for the New York New York performance, having a digital screen.
4: I know. Yes. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Oh. Um. Yeah. So uh, we had all of the revivals and all the new musicals, and then Funny Girl and Beautiful Noise. Funny Girl was a performance. It was fine. It was the same performance we've seen from. Uh, Yeah, we've seen already. I I actually even walked out. Like I didn't even like. That's that. That was my bathroom break. I didn't watch it. I yeah. didn't think it was worth do it. Do they
3: think that's going to sell tickets to Funny Girl? Like, I'm just like, we've seen it 400 times.
1: They don't need to sell tickets. I don't know. They why they, do. I think she just wanted to. Well, yeah. She's
2: not selling it out anymore. They do need to sell tickets.
1: Um. But yeah. And then Beautiful Noise gave a performance that I thought was the least energetic Beautiful Noise performance I have seen yet.
3: Oh, I thought it was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed singing with everybody, but I did not. Yeah. To be yes. fair, to be fair, I don't think I watched television. Like I, I wasn't started. watching their performance. I was I just loved, saying Sweet Caroline. No, the I performance enjoyed it. was hilarious
2: yes. because they're like going down the aisle. Oh, yeah. Like everybody go. in the audience was just like, meh.
3: And then they put the lyrics on screen. Like people yes. don't know the lyrics to Sweet Caroline. I was yes. like, who do you think? Yeah. <laughs> it was great.
2: I did not uh, think the Beautiful Noise per- performance was the worst performance of the night. So, oh, I agree with you I wholeheartedly.
1: Know. I thought it, it was entertaining. My favorite performance of the night was Shucked by far
0: one uh yeah i agree with you yeah it
1: was my favorite the tonys used to be all about medleys because what you do is you do your big ensemble number and then you spotlight your nominees with their solo numbers then you go back to the ensemble number that is i think the formula to a good tony performance and schect is the only one that did that this year and i thought that they were the most successful performance wise in getting ticket buyers, because the amount of texts I got about I want to see shucked after that right. performance versus yeah. all the other performances. And I know, I, I also want to say this too, it's hard for all of us who, we have seen all the shows. The point of these performances is to sell tickets to people who haven't. Right. and So it is hard for the four of us to be a litmus test on whether mm-hmm. the performances worked or not, because we will buy tickets to things no matter exactly. what. I mean, like- Exactly.
0: I feel like, um. Chuck also did a great job with saying, um, so this is what you're going to get with this show. The show is funny. The show's campy. The show's about corn. There's going to be a dance number or two at it'll at, 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 uh, at the least amount, there'll be some cool choreography. You're going to get a big number from Alex Newell and you're going to have a great time. Period. Yeah, and
3: I'm, I think that the people that like, I've gotten a couple comments when I posted about it being like, I didn't want to see it after that. And I was like, yeah, then you wouldn't like shocked. Like, That's fine. Like, I I don't think if if you don't like the performance, it's not a show you're going to enjoy. Right. That's (laughs) the point. Yeah. Which is like the opposite because I've
2: had a lot of people talk about the Kimberly Akimbo performance being like, I I no longer want to see this show. And I'm like, no, you should.
1: (laughs) It's not. What I've been doing to everyone who has said that is I've then sent them the Tiny Desk and then they've been like, oh, I get it now
3: right and the thing with the thing with i mean the one thing i'll get with anagram is that like if you love that number you will love kimberly yes yes like it is it's the ring of keys moment from fun home right if you love ring of keys you will go to fun home and you will be like this is the greatest show i've ever seen i'll see it forty times. see
2: i see i think ring of keys is a good moment on its own i agree i agree i agree anagram's
3: not a good moment on its own yeah I mean, I wanted them. I hot take. I wish they had just pre-taped and done it on their own stage and just ice skated. But
2: that's what I'm hoping they do for the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, is they do one of the CBS pre-taped performances of this, or they
3: have to bring, or they, or they bring an ice skating rink and they do a float with an ice skating rink and then they actually ice skate. The Rockettes do it every year, baby. They they have. I think the Rockettes
1: have a bigger budget. Probably, um, and Juliet, I think. Uh, you think they're going to was... do Thanksgiving Day
3: parade. Do you think we'll still be open for Thanksgiving? Sorry. What? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I was think it's this open till conversation, January. Conversation,
1: and I think that that's okay. a conversation to have later too. Is
0: what and Juliet?
3: No, no, well, no. Anne Juliet's I mean, going to be open forever. Kimberly, keep up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: but like <laughs> about all these shows, is I think the earliest we see Kimberly close is January. January.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree January. with you. At least through the holidays. I think. It, I think. It I think what happens.
1: To get in that October after after a year is we either get a new cast or we get a closing notice in October for January.
3: I kind of feel like at this point, like Victoria Clark is in it till the end. Like I I don't see I don't see them replacing her.
0: Has anyone ever that'll se- be the movie? Has
3: anyone ever seen her cover go on? Yes. I mean I haven't seen her, but she has been on. I've I've heard she's great, but she's not like a name. It's not like Victoria Clark, who's like got it. Okay. I mean, here's the thing: Have Audra McDonald do it? She'd be amazing. I mean, why not? She would be amazing. She's almost she's not, too she, young. She's, she's almost too young. As that, it'd be creepier because it's like this super hot woman.
0: But they can. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I feel like she fills into old age makeup well. <laughs>
3: yeah, I that's do. The, that's I like, fair. No, you're not wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah, she fills into old age makeup very well.
3: Angela Bassett.
0: She's way too young. Bernadette. Didn't, didn't we say we're in a dad before yes. we were discussing?
3: Angela Bassett is 10 years older than Audra. I don't know. Angela Bassett is 64 years old. She could do, she could do the thing. She, uh, <laughs> I love it. I think that's the only way you're playing Victoria Clark. You have to go with a person of color. And that changes the entire dynamic of the show. You keep yeah. the white parents, make it an adopted child for a child of color with <laughs> this rare aging disease. The whole show has changed.
0: That is true. The oh. maybe I like it more. But
3: just want to worry about having another child. I know. I'm aware.
1: <laughs> so then, what do we think about um, our other performances? Um, and Juliet, who I personally think should have done a medley, I they agree. are the I agree. show yeah. that, that was... do th- that is like that is such. A boring that number ball. for them. They did. Yeah, that they
2: did a medley ball. for Ham for Ham, and I thought it was brilliant. Yes. And I'm sad they didn't do that at the Tonys.
0: Yeah, I wasn't um, a fan of that performance. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed the performance. It was. Fun. I like when I was in it. It was great. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is so great. We did get to and dance. I, yeah, we did. Um, yeah. But I don't think that that was. But again, like I said, if Anne Juliet had opened in March we would have gotten a medley from them maybe you know what i'm saying i i think like well, so then why would that make we- a difference i feel like because they would have just opened and been trying to do what they need to do to sell tickets
3: on it i think they probably were like betsy was like i'm not doing anything and they were like okay
1: speaking of medley although she was at the tony's rehearsal which is why i was very confused yeah um Speaking of medleys, we had New York, New York perform a medley of their opening. Well, barely. I wouldn't really call it a medley. I'd call it like eight parts of their opening number and then the title song.
2: I forget that they even performed because it was such a weird time slot. Like they were
3: right after That's the true. opening number before. It was like three awards. seconds into the show. Yeah. Like yeah. I will say, I think that it was like a good showcase. Like I think it, they looked, everyone looked beautiful. The costumes looked beautiful. New York, New York was spectacular. Yeah. Like. Annals sounded amazing. They had that crazy makeout. Everyone was like, "Are they dating?" I was like, "No, I think they just kissed in the show." I was like, <laughs> it went on a
2: little too long to just be the. I kiss got a lot of text show. about it.
3: People were like, "What is that makeout?" I was like, "I don't know. Really romantic. It felt very hot." It, it is
2: what they do in the show, but like suspiciously long for the Tonys.
1: Well, and then we had some like it hot who just literally added their principles into their title number randomly and kind of awkwardly.
3: Yeah, um, it was fine. It was what they were going to do. If the people that want to see Something Like It Hot are going to really enjoy it and they'll go see Something Like It Hot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What what do you mean they did? The
2: the leads are in the... Something Like It Hot did Well, they added it. They added
3: like a... And then they did the finale. finale.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's what they did in the show.
3: They just comboed the title and the finale. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, And then we got Parade... Who, um, I I think Ashley and I were both angry that, that that was the same song they performed.
3: I mean, here's the thing. I, I, yes and no. My whole thing with that is just that I'm like, what else can they do? All the it's waste of time, the I time. guess. But like, it's not yeah. as exciting. That number is boring. And not that, that out of context. It's just two people sitting on the ground singing at each other.
2: It's so good.
3: I love it. They, but you get all of them have
1: done Old Red Hills of you Home. You
3: can't do Old Red Hills of Home. They did at the last Tony's. Yeah, but you can't do that song because it's it, literally waving Confederate flags and singing all about the glory of the slavery. They, they did like, it. So <laughs> at the last 20s,
2: they did. Uh, this is not over yet. Into Old Red Hills of Home, and it was just the finale. Uh, Old Red Hills of Home, where okay. they just have okay. the entire cast come out and sing, um, the
3: finale number. I, I, I will say, I d- I really so like. Cool. Yeah, I really liked them adding in Max Turnin. I thought that actually yes. added yes. a lot. I loved it, yes. Max being there.
1: Um and i th- I think it is the best one of the best sung musicals on Broadway this season, which is why I would have liked to hear yeah. harmonies yeah and and,
3: cast oh, and and I mean, I get I agree big. that you've heard that we've heard that song sixteen times. I just think it's a hard show because there's not a lot of big numbers that are not.
1: I loved how they did the the set for that with the light with the box of light for mm-hmm. the performance. I thought that that was yeah, really it was cool. cool. it was cool and it it. Uh, it implied the sets but I I thought that it looked really nice. I almost liked it
2: better than the actual set.
1: I 100% agree with you without a doubt. I just didn't want to be the first person to say it. (laughs) Sweeney Todd's performance is the one thing so far that has made me want to see Sweeney Todd.
3: Um,
1: Um,
3: Wow. If you liked that performance you'll love Sweeney Todd. My
0: yes, name. I was in um, a production of Sweeney Todd in college and um, this like gave me that nostalgia. So now I'm rushing to get my Sweeney Todd tickets.
1: Is Annalie in that number? No. no. Okay.
3: It's the opening number of the yeah. show. She doesn't show up till worst price. It's life.
1: literally the one song I know from the show.
3: Yeah. I can't believe you don't know Sweeney Todd. That's wild. Yeah. Spencer, you had to go I see Sweeney Todd. He's a, he's a child. We forget he's a child. Yes. <laughs> the children have forgotten Sweeney Todd. What?
1: No, it's just like I. I'm not gonna to.
3: No, it's worth every penny. I, I, it's worth it? every okay. single penny. I'll do it this time. Do do not do not pay for cheap seats to season between Time. There is a zero okay. percent zero reason to spend six dollars to sit in the back of the mezzanine in that theater. Zero zero reasons.
2: I'm going to okay. splurge on orchestra tickets after they announced worth. Jordan's
3: replacement.
1: <laughs> what did we think of Into the Woods performance?
3: Perfect. It was fun. Milky it was cute. Eight. We got Milky.
0: Yeah, so, there was Milky White. It focused on yeah. their their noms. Um, and everyone else is on tour. Yeah, so I got a lot of te- exactly,
1: JT. That is what everyone was like, why didn't they do the opening number? I said they had two shows that day. They the they flew out one person and one cow, and it was easy.
2: I'm yeah. so elated that they highlighted Kennedy and Milky White. Like 100%. I thought
1: that was well, and, best
3: and it choice. worked out really well for Kennedy because they don't even have another show in Orlando. So Kennedy just flew from Orlando to new york did the show and then it flying to san francisco from here so it worked out really well for him perfect yeah yeah and
1: i'm sure he got to go to a few parties too
3: yeah yeah i got to chat with kennedy on the day of the tonys it was very exciting we did a live and talked about everything that was going on and he was very fun because you were talking about how he got the job and it was from james ortiz just dm'd him and was like would you be interested in doing this i'll put your name forward he was like sure and he's like, so everything I've ever learned from college about my books and what songs to sing and everything he's like, none of it mattered. I got on Broadway by getting a DM from a friend who offered me a two-week role in a city center production. And now I'm on tour with it and at the Tony Awards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I thought it was great. We, we got that memorialized. I th- isn't he also very close with Bonnie?
3: I think so they're all like in that same they're all the yeah. same around the same age they're all like the not babies broadway people like making their you know
1: so let's go ahead and so first of all uh have have we counted what we've got right does anyone i, I got hardly a, I got anything. 21 i
2: got 13 I got 21
1: oh my god
2: look i had a oh I had god. a lot of hopefuls that did not pan out. You
0: only have on like, like eight. Because all of
2: mine... yeah, was- I got
1: six wrong. Sorry, I got twenty out of twenty-six.
2: <laughs> Those design awards just.
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, so let's start. A, we'll let's start talking about all of our winners. We'll start uh, with best musical. We had Kimberly Akimbo winning for best musical. Um, I we were all so happy. I'm sure someone has a video of the the loudness of that room when that happened. I got 18, sorry. I was just kidding.
3: Yeah, I posted it.
1: Oh, yeah, great. Because, yeah, so I'm so happy. I'm seeing it tonight for the sixth time um, for their first performance. back. That's going to be a great performance.
0: I um, have uh, set out my, decided which week I'm going to go for my punishment. Um, so I just need to get my tickets. JT,
1: um, would you like to explain?
0: Yes. Oh, MG. Okay. So my um, I made a bet uh, with TikTok on Ashley's TikTok that uh, if Kimberly and Kimbo won Best Musical, I would go see the show from the front row center seat.
1: JT is not a fan of Kimberly I'm
0: not. I- JT I, sure, saw it with like, me and enjoyed it in the moment. <laughs> I did, and then I got home and was like, I'm a, I really don't know if I liked that. And then the longer I thought about it, the more I was like, no, I didn't like that. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm Maybe I'm gonna go now and I'm gonna be great again. I'm gonna love it. Um, but everyone is like, JT you're,
3: you're wrong, you
0: suck, you're
3: wrong. No, I mean, here's the thing. I like Kimberly Akimbo. I, 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 it, is, it is not my favorite show of the year, but I like Kimberly Akimbo. So I don't think you have to love Kimberly Akimbo. I know a lot of people that hate Kimberly Akimbo. I was actually told by someone on Saturday, they were like, oh, there's a lot of us. We're just afraid of the internet was the exact <laughs> phrase I was told.
0: I am not afraid of the internet. I have said it loud and proud. I am not, but but I'm, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to go see the show again. I'm going to support the cast because the cast worked their ass off. I can't say that they work their asses off. They deserve every nod, every award, everything that they ever get. Um, and so I'm going, I'm going to support them and I'm going to see if I enjoy this show again. And if not, you all believe me, TikTok will know.
3: TikTok will know it's just so and
1: cute. then we have our winner for best play. We have Leopoldstadt. Sto
2: thinking of the internet we'll Kate, know.
1: would you like to talk?
2: look, i'm I am I'm honestly less mad than it won play than the other awards that it won because I we don't have a playwriting you. award. And I thought Tom Stopper did a fine job. Is it my favorite play of the season? No, do I think it's the best written play of the season? No but I'm less mad about the best play win than I am about costumes and direction.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, I was shocked. We were all very, very more so costumes, um, but but we will talk about that later. Um, Ashley, um, you and I have both mentioned this multiple times. I don't know on the podcast, but I heard you say it and I had said it at one point too. Um, Next year, we have prayer for the French Republic coming. My which favorite does what Leopoldstadt wants to do, but better mm-hmm. and more relevant.
3: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Time and with honestly. a turntable and a great set, a really great set. It was a really great set at, at that tiny, that little second stage of the second MTC's New York City Center Theater. I'm imagining a Broadway set's going to be even cooler. Yeah.
1: Yes. So, what do we I, think
0: about the the life of Leopoldstadt? Because it's one of the last play that I haven't seen.
2: It's a limited run, so it's closing end of the summer.
1: Yeah, uh, July second.
2: Oh, July second. You're only closing two in two weeks. weeks.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it will be interesting to see. I think that we will see Leopoldstadt have a life in colleges. Um but not high school.
3: I mean, it is good. There's too many, there's too many guys. There are a lot of girl characters because they just make everyone girls so they can be in high schools forever. Uh,
1: What did we think Um, we had Parade win for Best Revival?
3: I I was thrilled. It's all I wanted. I was very happy.
2: Yeah, Revival could have gone a variety of ways and I wouldn't have been mad. And I think Parade is a, you know, much needed
3: revival. I mean, I don't think we'll see a parade revival for a very, very, very long time. Like, I think I this not. is like, yeah.
2: I mean, I love the show, but I feel like- Oh, I do too.
3: But I think this is like our-
2: <laughs> We needed it now. And I hope right. that we don't need it in the future.
3: We're like, I think we're going to get a Sweeney Revival every like 10 years. We'll probably get into the Woods Revival every like 10 years. Like, yeah. those are shows that are going to keep coming back and back. Camel, we probably will get again, but we don't necessarily need a Camelot <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> Well, and it will be interesting to see if um, we get- this production anywhere else um,
3: yeah
2: i'm as... i'm curious if parade decides to tour or do like a couple of sit downs
3: i could also I see it going be... to london yeah
1: i had heard i've heard two things i've heard of london and i've also heard a atlanta chicago la oh
3: i would do we love it would, would they production. do it with ben or they do it i with... think
1: if they did atlanta chicago la they'd do it with ben
3: i don't know if ben would want to. Maybe I feel like they've been posturing Max a lot, which is why I'm wondering if Ben is not doing it. If that is only because I feel like suddenly Max is in the Tonys. Max, they've been doing some press around. I see Max yeah. doing interviews. Yeah, I would not shock me if they did it and they did it not with Ben.
2: And I don't think I don't think they necessarily need Ben because it no. won revival. Yeah. He didn't win,
3: and Max is so good. Yeah, good
1: point. I think it would need. I wouldn't be surprised if Michaela did it. That's
3: what I mean. I could yeah. see Michaela doing it. I just, I think Ben is getting Ben's moving on to his next thing, like already, like he's already. He's, yeah.
1: And then we had best revival of a play. We had Susan Lori Parks' top dog. The underdog. best,
3: maybe my favorite order. Best win, best oh. win. I mean, no, I, I, no. it was my choice, but I honestly was like, I really hope at this, but I was i else? that was another one that could have gone a lot of
2: different ways and I wanted top dog underdog but I was not expecting top dog underdog
3: no exactly
1: um and then we had our two special Tony Awards for lifetime achievement in the theater we had John Kander and Joel Gray whose speeches on the act one portion were great um uh, specifically Joel Gray's was oh my god
3: his little oh. singing and then his tribute to his daughter but yeah. that was the big one the number of people who did not know that jennifer gray is a nepo baby Whew. big reveal how do you not know that uh, so many everyone was shocked they were like why is jennifer gray doing this i was like repeat the name like literally saying to someone and they were like why is jennifer gray doing this and i was like just what's who's who what whose name who is she opening they're like what and i was like, "Yes." <laughs>
1: Um, and then we had their little kind of weird tribute on the main broadcast with Ariana DeBose and Julianne Huff. Um, Put them in Chicago.
3: Seriously. Oh my God. These, the, Chicago was salivating. They probably were so excited. They were like, oh my goodness. That was like
0: one of my main takeaways and my TikTok was cast Ariana DeBose in
3: Chicago.
1: And then we have Direction of a Musical, which went to Michael Arden.
3: I was happy. I know other people were I not. Was, I was also I very was, happy. I was too. happy. I
2: mean, it's not my favorite show of his, but I wanted Michael Arden to have a Tony for forever.
3: So, yeah. He's just such an interesting, like like multi-hyphenate to put it. like. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, and if you have not, this goes to all of you and also to all of our listeners watched the first impression cams on the Tony Awards YouTube channels which is all the interviews. It's Eric Bergen interviewing all the winners right after they're, they go off stage. Um, and they're like two, three minutes, except for Alex Newells, where it's literally 30 seconds. And then they're like, Alex, you need to change because you're performing next. Um, but yeah, so those have been pretty great. And those are all on the Tony Awards YouTube channel, including Jason Zembuck young our hero. is on. Amazing, um,
2: the best. What an then awesome woman, right?
1: Like, yes. Incredible. Then we had Beowulf Boritt, who won Scenic Design of a Musical for New York, New York. Deservedly so. So
3: deserved.
2: The only design award that I got was Scenic for both.
1: Um, it is one of two for musicals that I got. But yes, I'm so happy. Beowulf Boritt is my favorite set designer working on Broadway right now he he should have for last year gotten something because he designed like four shows last year and they were all some of the most incredible sets i've ever seen kate seems shocked by my stuff i
2: don't know he's not my favorite but he's he's very
1: good um but yeah his work in new york new york is incredible i have no idea how they're going to tour that show what Um, did he
0: design
3: last year
1: uh, New York, New York Piano Lesson, Mike Berbiglia, and Ohio State Murders Or his four shows last
3: year. Makes sense. I love the snow curtain.
1: And then we had one of the most shocking awards of the night uh, for sound design of a musical. The Tony went to Nevin Steinberg for Sweeney Todd.
3: Here's the thing here's the thing it's Tony Award for sound design of musical. He paid $400 premium orchestra seats. Like, The sound design of Sweeney Todd was amazing when I sat in the orchestra in the very specific spot that I sat, which was seventh row on the aisle, like, which is where the Tony voters are sitting. So it does not surprise everyone who I've talked to who is shocked by it has seen it anywhere else in the theater (laughs) where the Tony voters are sitting. The audio, the sound sounds amazing. The orchestra sounds so good. I just, because for me, sound
2: design, isn't just the mixing, right? It's also the design. Right, and I don't remember any of the sound in Sweeney Todd. It was now, I didn't have it. I, I
3: did not have it winning either. But I, I'm just saying for to 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 its credit.
2: Yeah, if you look I'm at where sure, they sit, it makes sense. And it's hard for me to judge Sweeney Todd because, uh, like, the only time I've seen it was first preview, and so sound is the last thing that usually gets locked because you can't mix sound properly without a full theater. Um... But, so I, I don't usually judge the mixing that hard, but the, the design itself, like I don't remember any specific design elements from Sweeney Todd's sound. Whereas I can name you specific points in Anne Juliet, yeah. where there is, and granted, I saw Anne Juliet on Friday, so it's fresh. <laughs> but that's like, that's a show where I can specifically say, this is design this oh, is sound I, design i left
3: friday like wanting to redo my entire thing to give everything to Angelette. i was like yeah the show is fucking it was, like it was, it was a fr- very good so brilliant and like the orchestrations and the costumes i was yeah. like all in i was all in on Angelette for like four different things and then i mean i didn't anyway but it should have it should have speaking something. of
1: costumes for costume designer of a musical we had greg barnes win for some like a lot
3: that was my official pick because I thought that's how they would go, but I wanted it to go to Ann Juliet.
0: Yeah, I think that yeah. Angeliette um probably should have won, in my opinion, but I could tell that just who the Tony Voters are. And- that's what I
3: left with the that was my the main thing I left with from um the the uh performance. And I was like, have they not seen Angela Look how good the costumes yeah. are. I, mean, I didn't leave thinking the choreography was the best. I love thinking the costumes were fantastic.
2: But my, my pick was Camilla. I would have liked Angeliette. Yes. For me, some like hot, the costumes like kind of look cheap. So I'm a little
3: surprised that's what they went with. But
1: and then we have another shock of the night. We had a lighting design of a musical go to Natasha Katz.
3: I didn't have it, but I don't hate it. I think the lighting is beautiful. Yeah,
2: I thought that was the least shocking of the shocks in Design. Shock, yeah. They lit up the oven. It was cool. There was like slats on the floor. It was very (laughs) moody. Plus the lighting. Like you also have Yeah, and
1: that performance sold me on the lighting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And all the times in that show that they disappear into the if, darkness like that. Again, if lovely. you liked the choreography in
3: that number, you will like Sweeney Todd. It is a lot of that. And yeah. we
1: had leading actor in a play, which went to Sean Hayes for Goodnight Oscar. Not a surprise, not a surprise but I did see all. a lot of people uh, surprised that it did not go to Stephen McKinley Henderson.
3: Interesting. I did they feel like that? was see Sean Hayes play Rhapsody and Blue? I was like, I mean, this that, that's a thing. Like, I, it's unfortunate but in a category of five people, four of which are people of color, I went to the one white man. Um, that being said, like he's so good in that show. It's hard for me yeah. to throw a fit about it. Right. We also unrelatedly got to watch it with Eric McCormick who was also at Glass House. Yeah. And that was very exciting for we me. We did, <laughs> we all did.
1: <laughs> oh, Leading actress in a play went to Jodie Comer for Prima Facie*. We finally learned how to say it.
3: Thank goodness, what? thank goodness
1: what do you mean we finally amazing? learned how to say it well she said it and so that's what i
2: posted the playwright saying it three months ago spencer where <laughs> have you been <laughs> shout
0: out can i i just want to give a a shout out to the self-taught to go for your dreams actresses and actors in the world um great job jodie Comer.
3: We love her and it was so deserved. I was like at the end, I was like, oh no, they're gonna go Jessica. And I really like I don't dislike Jessica. I just was like, she's so famous. I was like, they're gonna go Jessica because she's so famous.
1: <laughs> Featured actor in a play went to Brandon Uranowitz in Leopoldstadt. Yeah,
3: that, that was the only thing I wanted. That was the only thing I wanted Leopoldstadt to win. Yes.
1: And I was so happy for him.
3: Yes, me too. He deserves it. If they're going, I I literally Told like four people, I was like, extend parade and have Brandon do it.
1: Oh, my God. He'd be so
3: good. Wouldn't he be so good at it? He'd be a perfect Leo. Yes. Then
1: we had a featured actress in a play which went to Miriam Silverman for the sign at Sidney Brustein's window. JT, I think you had some opinions about this one.
0: Or um, oh, they okay. weren't like Nothing,
1: no, no, no like hot takes.
0: What did I say? Was I drunk? Did I say something mean?
1: <laughs> no, I think you were just really angry. You screamed that you wanted Crystal Lucas Perry to win. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I wanted her to win really, really badly.
3: I no. did too, but I do like, like I think Miriam has got a good story. She's like a professor at NYU. Like, yeah, did not have, this was not like a thing she was expecting six months ago. So I think it's kind of cool that she's like, I mean, she's in her forties, she's a professor. She got this like gig to do this BAM show with Oscar Isaac and Rachel and everyone they rushed to Broadway so Oscar Isaac and Rachel could like win Tony Awards and you know,
1: and now she's a NYU professor with a Tony right.
3: like that's a cool story it's a great story and she <laughs> sure. is the best part of the play she is the best 100%. part of the play her scene with Oscar is the best part of yeah. the play yeah. I also think it's funny because she's the only Jewish person in the show. and She's the anti-Semite in the show, which is hilarious.
1: Hey there, listeners. When the panel takes a quick intermission, I wanted to tell you about another Bloop Network podcast, Thrash and Treasure, where we torture the world's greatest artists with musicals, comedy, and heavy metal. Even Tony Award winners. Here's a quick sneak peek with Tony Award winner Michael Serverus your embarrassing popcorn favorite that you've never wanted to admit and remember you are under oath
4: i was a huge fan of the television series nashville which i started watching uh because i was a big fan of friday night lights television series jason cadams yeah yeah and connie Britton was you know played the coach's wife in in that and i always thought she was just fantastic and so she was in nashville so i you know i watch it and you know, it, it's about as authentically about Nashville as any, you know, mainstream TV show is going to be, which is to say, not all that much, but no. I didn't, I didn't care. It was, you know, it was just a great yeah. soap opera. There were great musicians in it and, and all of that, but it was, yeah, that was, that was definitely a, a guilty pleasure pleasure passion of mine it's not
1: really embarrassing now i'm a little bit disappointed i was hoping for like the spice girls or something like something that's going to make the front cover of a playbill look
4: i i went to the opening day of the spice girls movie
1: you and me both michael there you go you and me both <laughs> i was go. by myself at 11 or 12 years old a little soon to be gay boy <laughs> in denial telling "I know i'm straight i love jerry I, I would kiss her or whatever i was saying at 12 years old, whenever it was.
4: I would brush her hair or whatever you do. Yeah. But see, I wasn't embarrassed about that. I was proud of the fact. In fact, <laughs> it was during we were doing Titanic on Broadway at the time. And David Constable, who was um, who was also in the show, he and I went to see it together. And when we got back, they were they were going to be in town. they they were doing a, a concert tour, I'm sure, to promote the album. Letterman. So, yeah, oh uh, yeah, I can probably. tell you right now. I probably still have it on VHS, <laughs> Michael.
1: I probably still have it. Anyway, sorry.
4: We we had we wrote a letter inviting them to come see Titanic and had our press the show's press department invite them to come see yeah. the show as I also did myself with Morrissey when he was coming through town. And, you know, I would, I would sort of do this. Nobody ever took us up on it, but you know, no. but the, the, the invitation went out to the Spice Girls to come see Titanic on Broadway.
1: You can catch Thrash and Treasure on the Bloop Network, wherever you listen to podcasts. And now back to And the EGOT Goes To. And then we have uh, best original score. We had Janine Tessori and David lindsay Bear win for Kimberly Kimbo this Made me so happy, truly well deserved. Yes, and I do think it was the best original score of the year. So,
2: I was rooting for Shucked, but I do love Kimberly and Kimbo's score.
3: They're both my favorite. So, yes, either way,
1: I would not have been unhappy if Shucked did that.
3: I just, to me, Shucked is the one that will last long. I really like Kimberly, but I just was looking at it from like Shucked is a thing, a one that I think is like they have. There are songs in Shucked we're going to see appear forever. Like, they're that are beginning to become, they're going to be on every audition book, every 54 Below show, we're going to start hearing shocked songs for the rest of all time.
1: <laughs> then we had Best Book, which also went to David lindsay Bear for Kimberly Kimbo. Very, very happy, happy about that. that. David lindsay Bear, who had not won any Tonys, um, and now has two.
2: I hope... More playwrights follow in his lead and start writing books for musicals because there is a need for good books in musicals. Yes.
3: Did he also do the original? Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, I think it's really it's really a Tony for track, but it's fine.
1: Then we have best orchestrations. One of my wins that I wasn't happy about, but I'm okay. Yeah. Charlie Rosen and Brian Carter are two of the kindest people ever and so I'm happy for both of them but I do think that their orchestrations were the blandest of the season
3: I agree um, they all sound the same
1: they all sound the same they all sound
3: that was one though that after seeing Angelina on Friday I was like the orchestrations are so yes. so and good, good. The, the, the violins yeah. in
2: oops I did it again
3: right like Actually, so good
0: You better
1: I think so um, oh yes He
3: has one for In the Heights. Oh, that makes sense. But yeah, no, literally I was like, that was one that I didn't have in my list. And then after seeing it on Friday, I switched my pick to Angelia because I was like, oh, so good.
1: (laughs) (sighs) One of my favorite wins of the night, we had best choreography, Casey Nicola. some like it hot, truly well-deserved. If you have not seen this show, First of all, see it just alone for a scene in the second act that I will not spoil, but you will know what I'm talking about as soon as you see it. It is one of the most incredible things I've ever seen on a stage in my entire life. So amazing. Casey Nicola. Jay's song. I agree. Oh, just kidding. (laughs) um, Well, yeah, but um, (laughs) interestingly enough, though, this is Casey Nicola's first Tony for choreography. (laughs)
2: that's wild well-deserved though so um
1: i think he, how many does he have he has so he won for direction for book of mormon and he oh this is only a second and he won for choreography for Something hot. Yeah. uh spam a lot drowsy chaperone book of mormon aladdin something rotten Mean Girls, Prom, he was all Yeah, truly well-deserved, amazing choreography. Now we have Leading Actress in a Musical, went to the legendary Victoria Clark for Kimberly Akimbo. I'm so incredibly happy. This was the one award that I was just like, I need this to go to her. Um,
2: That was the award I called an ATC because I have never seen anybody do what she did on that stage.
1: It was just so, and then for leading actor in a musical, we had Jay Harrison G win.
0: So,
4: perfect,
1: like perfect. Well deserved. Woo! Uh, it just in every way. I mean,
0: yeah. And their great. speech was
1: ah. Uh, yes, I was very uh, very happy. So good. Um, all of the acting awards, I was happy with um, on Sunday night. I was not unhappy about any of the acting awards.
3: Me either. Me either. I was actually the, after the first, the one act one, yes. I was getting very, very nervous, yeah, and then the yes. Tonys one basically yeah. exactly the, the, the design awards were
1: threw me off, and then I was worried. I know. Oh, I literally don't. I think. Night.
2: Yeah. Yes. It was like Kimberly Akimbo winning score
3: to Leopoldstadt winning costumes. It was the biggest like. Yeah. Um, can I tell you the biggest miss of the whole night to me how did life of Pi not bring their fucking right? tiger that
1: is my one like, why do you I not the bring writers. that tiger? The writers 100% would have written a bit between milky white and Richard Parker that would have happened I, I, and it is the I one thing they did that
3: I missed
2: yeah did you I've heard that th- I just
3: if it's I really heard them like I'm like happen. why do you like have the tiger present like whatever they should have been like we'll pay you a million dollars let us have this fucking tiger present
2: what Sorry, right, what did you say, Kate? I didn't hear you. About, um, what did you say? Uh, oh, that you. they Sorry. were going to do a bit with uh, Richard Parker and it got cut because of the writers.
1: But that would have been so incredible. Have Richard Parker oh. and Milky White do something together.
3: Yeah. Yeah, have him eat Milky White. and rip him in the No!
2: Traumatized.
1: And then now we have. My two favorite wins of the night, we have featured actress in a musical going to Bonnie Milligan for Kimberly Kimbo. I'm going to freak out tonight during Better. It is going to be a life-changing experience.
3: Uh, I I was And to transition, I will be freaking out. During Independently Owned. Our
1: other win that (laughs) made me happy is featured actor in a musical. (laughs) When
3: I go see Alex Newell Um, sing independently.
1: So incredible. All of these, all four of these winners. um, But yes, Alex Newell and Bonnie Milligan made me so happy. They're the two showstoppers of their shows. Um,
3: And it was really fun to be at Glass House, which is like a famous spot of Alex's and the staff is obsessed with them and like just seeing everyone lose their mind was really really fun
0: yeah it was so it was so good it was surreal and you could just feel their energy exuding through the television and their excitement and you could just it was um now we have
1: direction of a play which went to patrick marber for Leopoldstadt. kate all you (laughs)
0: <laughs> Where the
2: heck do we go from the two best awards to the worst one of the night so uh i am it's no secret i'm very upset about this award um and i think the the reason being is that i think Leopoldstadt is a fine play that was horribly directed um and one of the things that i asked the internet because uh I have a hot take that I think this was a stupid decision and I volunteer to direct a production of Leopold Stad so that I can show everyone why it was a stupid decision um uh but uh but I did ask the internet why do you think Leopold Stad was well directed and the best answer that anybody has been able to come up with is that um despite there being such a large cast it never felt like there was too many people on that stage. Like it felt like uh, it was um, that the story flowed. they really good at spacing. Yeah. <laughs> the spacing was good. The story flowed. Um, it never felt like there was too much happening despite there being a bunch of stuff happening, which I will give Patrick Marber that. But I thought that it was such a wasted opportunity with this show because this show is such a poignant story that really shows you the passage of time in the, the essentially the start and after of the Holocaust. Spoiler alert for Leopold shot. I'm sure we all know what it is about by now. Uh,
1: it's about it's, the Holocaust. Yes. It's about Jews.
2: It is. Um uh and uh and there's something so impactful about the way that Tom Stoppard wrote this play and how um how it goes from the beginning scene of, uh, you know, a Jews celebrating Christmas um, to, <laughs> to the ending scene when there are only, you know, a few people on this stage. Um, and that impact to me was not hit nearly as well as it could have been because of the way specifically it was directed. And because the audience for the most part was spending so much time trying to figure out who was who on that stage, um despite the aid from the costume design which I guess you know the voters cared about um and that the the scenes themselves took so long and started like it took it for me it took the audience too long to realize what was happening that it didn't have the impact that the show ultimately could have had um so mm, that is why okay. it makes me upset. And and because we don't have a best production of a play, we have best writing. I think this was a no-brainer to give to um, uh, Max Webster for Life of Pi because uh, Life of Pi got all the design awards and so much of the staging had to do with the direction. So much of that ultimate vision of the design had to do with the direction. Um, and of course, in my opinion, it should have gone to Stevie Walker-Webb, but not enough people saw a mo. <laughs> um, But because we don't have best production of a play, we have best play, which is the Writer's Award. Um, I thought this would have been the one to give to Life of Pi. But it went to, in my opinion, the worst director of the bunch. No offense to Patrick Marber, who I'm sure is a great director, but this, this for me was a miss for him.
1: Well, and now we're getting the Leopoldstadt limited series directed by Patrick Marver. Um, and so he's
2: also, he's also co-writing that, right? Yes.
1: It's... Apparently he's a writer by trade. Like that's what he does. Yeah. This was just a, yeah. oh, I'm going to direct something.
2: Correct. Uh, and uh, I don't think he was the right choice.
1: Now we have uh, scenic design of a play which went to Tim Hatley and Andre Golding for Life of Pi. Very happy about this win. This set is so cool. This show is so cool visually. I mean, it's it's undescribable what you see on that stage, all of the elements of it. Um, truly well-deserved. Um, I'm excited for the rest of the country to hopefully see this show. Um, it is very unusual for a play to tour, and I've heard rumblings of a tour.
2: This, I think this show would tour very well. Yes. Um, very similar to uh, Curious Incident of the Dog in the Night. I also think it's funny, sorry, before we move on from scenic, I think it's funny, uh, going back to your Beowulf Boric comment, that Beowulf was like, we have all these painted sets and then Life of Pi wins, which is basically a really cool set covered in the best projections on Broadway right now.
1: <laughs> but it's also that contradiction that I think is really cool about this year's Toadies is we got the, you know, painted physical sets and then we got the, the modern projection yeah. based thing. And the fact that we can honor both of those mediums is something that, that was really cool about this year. But we had Lighting Design of a Play um, that went to Tim Lutkin for Life of Pi. um, And Sound Design of a Play which went to Carolyn Downing for Life of Pi.
2: I'm not not mad. Life of Pi got those two awards, but I am surprised it got those two and not costumes.
1: And now we'll talk about that. My least favorite award of the night. I screamed. Legitimately, I screamed. Ashley turned around. I, I was so angry. Um Leopold Stott's costumes suck. Yeah,
0: this was not my uh, so boring This is not a good my evening There's a
1: fucking the color Tiger turning. There's a tiger It's a tiger It's a zebra <laughs> <But> it's, <laughs> it's it it's how a how kid was
2: in a blue how? outfit And then the adult Was in a blue outfit
1: <laughs> Oh my god I would have been Even okay With any of the other winners It's just I agree Leopold. I would have been okay With Goodnight Oscar Which is all suits The I agree. I'm so <laughs> angry that Leopold Stout won this. I think it, it is possibly, um, obviously, I'm not a Tony voter, but I think it's possible that Tony voters were not informed that the costumes included the puppets.
2: I see that. I, I have a hard time believing. And, you know, I, I'm not a Tony voter. None of us are Tony voters. I feel like we, we research the Tonys way more than an actual Tony voter does. And so I'm sure we're biased. But they made such a big deal when that announcement came out that this was the first time that that puppets were included in costume design, and I'm sure in the packets the the puppets were included in costume design that the Tony voters get, Um, and so I I I, find it hard to believe that they didn't realize. But
1: that is the only possible possible outcome, though, in my head, because if it was if they knew about it. And picked Leopoldstadt. These people are crazy in the head and do not deserve to be Tony totally voters.
2: But the color coding. But Brandon was aged up during the
3: show. Wasn't that so cool? He, they, he, the face. He looked older. See that he wore a jacket, he had glasses. Do you see the glasses? That's we knew he's old because he wore glasses.
1: Um, but yeah, this this award was shocking, but. As I said, at the end of the other night, the awards that made me happy more than made up for the awards that didn't make me happy.
3: I agree. I agree. I totally agree. It was. It was. I, I can't remember the last time I was this happy yeah. coming out of a Tonys.
2: There's only two two that made me upset, and they were both well three, and they're all Leopold shot. <laughs>
3: um, and I, I will. Honestly, that's, yes. I will also say, <laughs>
1: this is probably the most fun I've ever had watching the Tonys. And yeah, through the Tonys' experience as well, getting to record this. It was RV such a vibe. It has that's been so much, so much fun. fun. Um, it's been great. We are going to hopefully get to do it again
3: And I, I have all you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, this was so much fun um, and getting to watch it all together was also really great. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm really happy with this season. This yeah. was a really great, um, you know, theater season for, for Broadway. Um, and look, next season is shaping up to be a season with a lot of revivals.
2: <laughs> I feel like we're going to get a lot of new stuff. It's just it's all figuring out where to
1: go. Well, in, in terms of what we have opening, we have 12 shows announced for next season. Um, yeah. We have Grey House and Once Upon a One More Time, which both have started previews. Then we have Just For Us. We have Here Lies Love. We have The Cottage. We have Anthony Diaz is El Mago Pop for a week at the Barrymore. We have Back to the Future. We have The Shark is Broken. Melissa Etheridge, My Window. Merrily We Roll Along, Harmony, and Prayer for the French Republic.
2: There's a bunch I'm more, so too, because the, the Roundabout and MTC seasons. So like, um, oh,
1: yeah. So we. Uh, well, they just haven't announced is dates. This home
2: or this is so it? So we have, we, have well, we have the three, have three have shows
1: at American Airlines that haven't an announced dates. <clears throat> we have I Need That with Danny DeVito yeah, and his that. daughter. We, we have that. Doubt and we have
0: Home. Yeah, I need
2: that. We have Enemy of the People.
1: Yeah, they also haven't announced dates. Um, we have jaja's american african hair braiding Mm -hmm. uh i think that's everything that's announced Uh, and then of course there's the other things that may or may not be happening and look we might get some city center transfers again um i would not be surprised if we get a pal joey transfer
3: oh yeah definitely oh yeah those tickets went on sale today trying to decide if i want to grab one or if i'm going to get invited um
1: but yeah, so it'll be interesting, um, and also to see if we get a um, Vita next season from oh yeah from Art or if we get Tommy from uh, Goodman
2: the Goodman yeah
1: um those are both two high profile out of towns that are happening. I've also heard we might get Notebook, we might get Outsiders,
3: the Notebook, Outsiders, and Water for Elephants. So and then we can see Ryan see Ryan. Do all three shows at the same time.
1: Thanks for listening to Anne the EGOT Goes to. Join us when we start our Emmy Award season with our host for the Emmy Awards portion, JT Tranberg.